0: Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is
1: close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood
0: to terrorize
1: your neighborhood. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Take the Ride podcast. I am Adam and with me, a man who has never met a headless horseman he didn't like, Johnny Wright.
1: <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Wright.
0: <laughs> John and Judy. I like that Judy just chimes in with the head shake. Um, you can hear I know
1: Judy shakes her collar every time we start. Drives me exactly. nuts.
0: That's nope, that's that's the trademark. That's how they that's how you know you're getting an authentic take the ride, is if you can hear Judy, the Judy, yeah. the Judy my shake. Rub,
1: my, my rubbish rescue dog.
0: Uh, no, man. Does she, does she bring love into your life? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right. Companionship. So she's not rubbish, man. It's true. Yeah.
1: She's not a good dog, but she, she, <laughs> she, she, she's a loving dog, but she's not a good dog.
0: No, that's good enough. Uh, I need to apologize. Uh, I, I went back and listened to the Norm McDonald episode and my mic was a little funky then. Um, yeah. uh, it's uh-huh. a little, it might be funky now. I don't know what's going on with it, but it's a little, for lack of a better term funky, as I mentioned before. Um, yeah. so sorry, I will try to fix that and, and hopefully it doesn't disturb our listeners too much. <laughs> That's all I got. That was right.
1: uh, that was the last time we, we spoke and it was after Norm died. And so we did a little Norm McDonald tribute. Both of us love the guy. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, I heard from a childhood friend of mine and he would listen to it with his son Who's like 16 or 17? They were uh, out, like, perfect,
0: perfect age for Norm McDonald, by the way. Like, yeah, mid teens. That's when you can really understand it and get, get the humor. That's great.
1: So, his son, like, we told, I told this story about how Norm Macdonald gave Bill Cosby a fake phone number for his dead dad. It's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. And his son was like, no way. No, that didn't happen. And my buddy was like, I'm pretty sure he's not making it up. So they get back to the house and his son goes to YouTube and puts in Norm McDonald Bill Cosby. And yep. sure enough, immediately there's all these versions of Norm telling the story. So he, he And so my buddy called me. He's like, the reason I'm calling is because. For almost two hours, my son has been in there watching Norm McDonald clips on YouTube. And I was oh, so
0: happy. About I mean, if if that's the only good that's ever come out of this podcast, then that's totally worth Holy it. That's fantastic.
1: Totally. Yeah. So I gave him I gave him a couple like okay, make sure he sees the I gave him a couple to make sure he sees. Like, okay, make sure he sees this story and this story. <laughs> right. Make sure right, he sees right, right. the turtle story. If you put it oh, in the Norm Macdonald turtle story, it's gonna blow your mind. But oh, Dad, I was so happy yeah. about that that
0: that's that great. Teenager
1: was, watched two hours of Norm McDonald.
0: I mean, there are definitely better ways to spend spend your time, but there's plenty of worse ways to spend your time. So the fact that, that this kid did it, that's that's great. That makes me happy.
1: Yeah, I was excited about that. So Aiden, if you're listening, how you doing? We'll
0: text me if you need. Some, well, some hold on. Wait. To watch. So yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about this. What other? Where else would you direct right. young Aiden? what What else should he be uh, checking out?
1: I I told him to watch the, the turtle story. Norm tells it's one of these six minute Norm jokes that he right. talks about a turtle at a bar.
0: Oh, I, and I, 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 I can't I'm and I can't tell it. Saying, but, uh, I'm saying I told him. I'm saying non Norm jokes or non Norm. Oh. Well who else would you tell him to look look at in the same vein? I mean, I would say go back and look at uh, again. I and I think I always go back to this. It's probably not a take the ride podcast if we don't talk about it. But go back and watch Rodney on on. The Tonight Show.
1: Yes, please.
0: Rodney Dangerfield on the Tonight Show with with Johnny.
1: Yeah, I would watch. I would watch Rodney. I watched Don Rickles uh, yep. on the Tonight Show. Um, I would watch Robin Williams on the Tonight Show. Um, it was. I watched uh, this little thing about Robin Williams the other night, and and it was just great. It's, I still miss the guy, you know. And but if you go only, back and by watch... By
0: the way, he's the only celebrity death that I actually cried when I heard.
1: So I totally did.
0: I totally did. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, I have a Robin Williams story, you know, and so that Mm -hmm. I like that I love telling. But if you go back and watch Robin Williams on Johnny Carson, that it's Carson is a consummate comedian and he's blown away by Robin Williams. It's like watching a master magician watch another magician and not know how any of the tricks are done. It's, yeah. he's blown away
0: by it Yeah, like, that's you, you, true
1: Like, who is this guy, this this coked up monster <laughs> That came <laughs> on here and did 30 bits and 20 voices <laughs> Like, it's in, really something In five you know, minutes, yeah Do you remember when, when we were working at David Letterman And he came on, and when he came on it was a big deal And do you remember he left the set And climbed up the fake
0: stairs on the side of the stage Do you remember that? Uh, Why do I not remember that? I, I probably so, do I just can't pinpoint it, but Doing West
1: Side Story well, He started, so he he was started
0: doing, doing West he. That's great West Side Story Tennessee. on the side of the stage yeah. With those stairs yeah. that went nowhere I guess it went up to a catwalk but, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, just yeah. Letterman's
1: howling Yeah, yeah it, Maybe it did go Did it go somewhere? I don't remember if it was real I, or not I, I, Did I it go somewhere? Those, stays, I, those stairs were real? They're know. no longer there well, no, I Colbert took him out.
0: I, I don't remember. I don't know if I ever walked up. I remember sitting on the ones, but I don't think I ever actually walked up. I think there was a catwalk up there, but I,
1: maybe there wasn't, I don't know you know that, 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 <laughs> that old, old, old theater. But yeah, just, so, I remember like Robin coming to the show and it being a really big deal and seeing him just go off for 20 minutes. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. So, I, and anyway, Awesome. So when they took apart the day after Letterman went off the air, they took apart the set literally like the the next day, and you could just go. I remember seeing photos of it. You could go to the dumpster on Fifty Third Street and just pull pieces Damn. of the of the of the stage out. Uh, and I know some people that did, and they have it like in their apartments, just the backdrop. Some of the Are parts you of the backdrop. Serious? Yeah. Do you know what what they have? I honestly think that's amazing. I, I could be totally wrong here, but. Uh Kevin McCaffrey, who's a hilarious stand-up, by the way. I think he had I think he grabbed one of the bridges, if I'm not mistaken. I could I could be totally wrong. Uh um, oh, wow. Yeah. Actually, do yourself a favor, watch Google Adrian. Uh Google Kevin McCaffrey on Letterman because he actually he's a, a friend of ours. He worked with us and then he did stand up on Letterman a, a couple of years later. And it's it's great. He's he actually yeah, has a killer. Set. Amazing. Yeah. He's amazing um so yeah i think he i think he got a bridge <laughs> or, or a building that's or something or ferry is that cool i, I wish remember I,
1: done it. I remember the photos of it they, they were dismantling the stage because they totally gutted it you know that old theater and yeah and I, I totally remember the photos of it yeah and seeing it's just yeah it we're just out on 53rd street that's crazy yep I hope Colbert names the theater. I hope he renames it after Letterman. I hope he renames it, the Ed Sullivan Theater. I I I think that would be really cool. Yeah, but rename the Ed Sullivan Theater the David
0: Letterman Theater. I think that would be really cool. You you need like some news to come out about Sullivan being like a horrible racist misogynist or something, which I'm sure he probably was because anyone from the 1960s who was on television seems to have been a misogynist <laughs> and a racist. Uh, but I can't imagine them taking it it's off. Totally sure, <laughs> right? really sure like well, because
1: that go ahead, excuse me i well I was just
0: going to say you it's so classic that I I can't imagine them taking taking the name I might be
1: wrong there. I might be wrong about it I just think it would be cool
0: I oh I, I guarantee when you say, I, it would be great but I can't imagine them doing that I think that would take a lot
1: when you when you say that thing about you know old guys being racist it reminds me of this amazing Bill Burr bit who I just I love Bill Burr mm-hmm. and he was Talking about like he, he talking about John Wayne, and he's like, "Can you believe what John Wayne said in Playboy in 1970?" Bill Berg goes, "Yeah, I can." He was born in 1907.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, that's how these guys thought, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, true. Oh my god, I ugh. it's just that I'm, whole world back then, man. You just can't go back there, and it's it's tough. It's it's your heroes kind of get shown for who they really were, and it's funny that like if that had, I mean clearly people probably knew that back in the day, but we were okay with it, and now we're not super okay with it. So yeah, that's it's tough. Like we know, like I know that you you love Michael Jackson songs, but you, <laughs> I, I I do, but I you do. can't listen to Michael with the same the same way you did, or Bill or Bill Cosby for that matter. <sighs> I can't, oh, that's, that's,
1: that's going to always, that's always going to sting. That just finding out he was a monster.
0: Yeah, I know. Ruined my dad. childhood. Yeah. it just, you know. I used ripy. to,
1: like, I used to record the Cosby show every week on VHS. I had stacks of tapes of full seasons of the Cosby show. It was like my favorite thing <laughs> when I was a kid. I used to ask my parents for VHS tapes was the original DVR. and stacks yeah. of tapes that I would record. Hell yeah. that yeah, full seasons of the Cosby show. <laughs> it's all ruined for me. Because after, you know, a great episode where he teaches Theo a wonderful lesson, he was raping somebody backstage. Yep. Oh.
0: Drink. God damn you, Bill Cosby. Yeah, he fucked it up. He fucked it up. By the way, you, you see this beard putting, growing? Putting the pills in the people. Yeah, what's going on with I'm your beard I'm a little upset here? that you didn't, uh, you didn't talk about my beard up front. You know?
1: yeah it's you you are you were coming in strong with a little bit of a scruff uh, here a
0: little bit so this I I hesitate to even say this to tell you the story because I know like I can already hear you making fun um but all right, I'm just gonna say my, my stylist <laughs> no my stylist um
1: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> sorry continue please.
0: My my stylist, my stylist Gabby, I'm sorry, like a guy, Gabby, Gabrielle, 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 Gabe, Gabby, everyone calls him Gabby. Uh, he's like, Hey, have you ever considered a shadow beard? And I was like, I don't yeah. know what a shadow beard is because I can't really grow facial hair that well. Um, he's like, you should, you should give it a shot, but you need to like grow a beard first so that we can like trim it back. So I'm trying. Ah, to grow- okay. And buddy, like I'm I'm looking at like the split screen between me and you and it's like you have like manliness exuding or coming out of your pores right now. And I have wisps of hair that look like, you know, like <laughs> sea sponges kind of crawling, crawling up from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, uh,
1: you have you have like second month of puberty going.
0: Yeah. Oh, not my second one. <laughs> Trust me. I had I had one one facial hair. I called him the Lone Ranger, and he existed for maybe twenty years. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, it's just so patchy. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little patchy. It's a little patchy. Get it? Of
1: patch. Hey, um, but, how long did it but, What, you what kind of a joint does your stylist work at? Uh, so he, owns like what, his- kind of, what kind of a place is a stylist at? Is it, it's not
0: a barbershop. Well, it, it, it's not a barbershop. It's not, it's not a barbershop like you would <laughs> consider it to be a barbershop, but it is, he, <laughs> he, he considers it a salon. Okay. All right. That's but the word I was thinking, but actually I, I, I'm going over it in my head. I think you would actually kind of dig it. Cause it's kind of like an old timey. He has like an old timey barbershop vibe. Like he wears an apron.
1: Yeah. Okay. He uses a
0: straight razor. He knows what a shadow beard is. He's also not gay. Not that that matters, but um, all of my all a of my stylist styles,
1: named Gabby, not gay. How about that?
0: Not gay. Not gay. That's um, that's, that's a, he's an anomaly. Yeah. And it probably the first one I've had that hasn't been gay. So, and I didn't trust it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like this. I like my hair cut by gay men. But uh, and get this, this is the craziest fucking part. He's bald, like cue ball bald bald. stylist. Yeah, I was like Gabby, like how do you even function? Like your main job is to cut hair, and yet you have none. He's like those that don't teach or whatever. Guys,
1: guys, a a unicorn.
0: Yeah, he's also opening a coffee bar, and he doesn't drink coffee. What's going on here? I don't know i don't know I, I love it I and i was like that's really impressive right that that would be like you opening a tampon shop <laughs>
1: that's totally true yeah right? what the hell am i doing here i don't know you know i'm just know. out here winging
0: it i just happen to make really good tampons i need to share it with the with the world Artisanal tampons <laughs> Sorry, my barbershop
1: in New York it used to be the Astor Place barbershop, it's no longer there. And the guy I used to go to, his name was Mario. And uh he like he used to he cut Phil Sims hair. And so he would like always like whenever I would go in there, he knew I loved sports, and he would always tell me like Phil Sims was in here, you know, three days
0: ago. He would tell me, always tell me the last time Phil <laughs> Why did you go? Was in? Okay. I wish you would like been there when <laughs> Phil Sims <laughs> was there. <laughs> I totally yeah.
1: It was one of those barber shops in New York that had like f- all the photos of the famous people that would go in there, yep. like Regis Philbin and stuff. You know, it had all those photos on the on the wall of people that used to go in there. But yeah, my guy Mario, it was my guy Mario. You know, you know Phil what Sims
0: did? was in here just a few days ago. You know what would have been a good. It probably wouldn't work anymore. But back in the day, if you just had a service where you just had pictures of celebrities already framed and you would like sell them to pizza joints and barbershops.
1: And that yeah, was it. yeah, long And yeah. And dry cleaners. Yeah. yeah. And dry
0: cleaners. So just send them out. And that was, that was yeah. your whole thing. You'd make a fortune. God.
1: You're not going to believe this. Jerry Seinfeld had a sandwich
0: in here. <laughs> and it's like a, like photoshopped sandwich and just oh. such a New York thing to do. It's, totally. Yeah. It's to have cares? the, the like, have you ever yeah. walked in? I mean, outside of Phil Sims, have you ever walked into a place and thought, oh shit, Regis Philbin had a pizza here? Like now I want to eat a pizza here. Like, does that add any credibility to a restaurant?
1: I have no idea who Who would have. I, I don't know. It was just a barbershop near my apartment. I don't yeah. know. No, I wasn't <laughs> searching out like, oh man, I got to see who the celebrity clientele is here. <laughs> like,
0: hmm. I it's like-
1: never a <laughs> thing. I don't know why people
0: do it. You have the Robert Redford,
1: which I like. See it in you'd see it in delis. Yeah, you'd see totally. delis do it. You no, know? diners would do it. It's yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it's weird. Uh, I the other night I finished uh Squid Game. Yeah, that is one of the best pieces of television I've seen all year. It is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's mind blowing. I I
1: couldn't believe how good. Good
0: it was. I, I couldn't either, and I actually put it off because I I thought it was like kids. and So did I, right? Oh, they play kids games. Like, oh, I, yeah, no, I wasn't interested, and I really don't want to watch kids I, killing kids. You know, that's not my I, thing. I, <laughs> um, and I felt like it was too much, like the Hunger Games and and Battle Royale. But then, yes, I had the same thoughts. For some reason, I started. Wasn't going to do it,
1: and then when I did, I was like, wow, yeah. And I binged. You made it. you made
0: pastel colors look creepy. This is not I, right. I don't. Know. It's it's unbelievable. I mean the the writing is great. I didn't watch it dubbed. I hear the dub version is horrible. I, no. I only did the subtitles. Um,
1: so as did I.
0: But I I mean, and the acting is phenomenal. Like the guy who plays the main guy, like
1: four, yeah, player four or five six. Right. He is unreal.
0: How, like, how many different emotions does that guy go through in an episode? You've got like, like, destitute and heroic and funny and sad. And it's just like, you feel for this guy every step of the way. Oh my God.
1: But that's why I hope people will watch the version in Korean with the subtitles because yeah. the default when I started it was the dub version on Netflix. Oh, I got like 3 minutes I got like 3 minutes in and I was like oh, no this is, this is not going to work because yeah. you can't get the emotion of the actors with that. Right. Not and and so I switched it like like 3 4 minutes in like oh I got to change this and then I watched yeah. it in, in in with the Korean. What was so fu- I'll tell you what was really funny about it is I I had a um, when I was like in junior high and high school, uh, the Seattle area. There's a lot of uh, of uh, Korean transplants there, mm-hmm. and I had like really close buddies who were Korean, and so I recognized some of the curse words.
0: Wait, no way, <laughs> really? So,
1: <laughs> oh, cool, the, man. So, yes, yeah. And I, oh, which I, I, haven't, I haven't heard those. I haven't heard those curse words in years and years and years. And so we would play Nintendo, and it was my uh, it was my buddy uh, my buddy Tack who just died of a heart attack a few months oh. ago, oh, but. Man. And so he would get scored on and he would go kesaki, which is son of a bitch. <laughs> and so the first time I heard one of the characters say kesaki, I was like, oh, my, oh no, I can't believe
0: that. Pac-Man. So
1: yeah, he would curse at me. He would curse it in Korean. kesaki I still remember some of the curse words. Wow. So when I heard it in Korean, it gave me these wonderful memories <laughs> of my buddies in when I was a kid. Calling you a son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'd play Tecmo ball, and he'd get scored on. He'd go, oh, k That's Isn't that funny? <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> I oh, I, yeah, I, I hope people watch it, don't watch it. I hope people don't watch it, Dub, so you can see how incredible these actors are. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're unbelievable. Yep. I think the, my only... the guy that plays Player 4, 5, 6, I don't know what else these people have been in, but I guarantee Hollywood's calling. Oh, I guarantee it, Oh, yeah. Because they're so good. So I... good. Yeah, so, like phenomenal. Man. The guy that plays four, five, six—I was just blown away. And then, and then the ending was so shocking to me that I just could—I I like wouldn't I went and took a walk. I was like, I just—I can't believe that how this ended. Oh, with the, the, the I just, twist? I, yes, the twist. Yeah. It's yeah, we're we're doing this as non-spoiler as possible. I promise right. you. But and by the way,
0: like sometimes so feel- shocking. I, I, yeah, I feel a lot of times twists aren't earned. This was earned. Good point. it came out of, like, nowhere, right? Like, you were, and it, and it lines You won't up. have any idea. You won't right. have any idea. No, you're but totally you go back and you're right. like, oh, this all lines up. This totally makes sense now. But, like, I didn't see it coming, and it doesn't feel like it was tacked on. It's so good. So good. Except. So
1: Adam, imagine. Uh, sorry. Yes. Go. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, well,
0: my my one my one peeve with it is I hated the VIPs. Oh, I hated it. It was uh, unnecessary. It all they did was act as this like Greek chorus that just sort of repeated things. It was horribly that was shittily acted. Actually, the funny that the American yeah. the Americans were just the worst part of it. They um, weren't good. No, they we're not good actors. And unnecessary to the plot, really. Right. I mean, you could have just said. You could have just shown a room of people like watching to be like, oh, these yeah. people are like paying money for this or whatever. I agree. Sorry. That was just my one, I my agree. one issue that you don't they were superfluous to the plot and just didn't need to be there. Horribly active. Continue. So
1: Halloween is Halloween is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Imagine on college campuses uh, how many Squid Game costumes are gonna pop up this weekend. I it is gonna be all you can eat Squid Game Costumes. All across college campuses in America and, and by the way In equal measure Green jumpsuits You know it's going to be everywhere
0: You're going to have Equal parts Green jumpsuits And pink uh, You know Pink jumpsuits With the with those masks Man It's uh, Totally true I, I can't wait I, I, I should yeah. actually Go to like a college Just to go see it See it happen myself You uh, know it's going to happen They're selling them on Amazon I looked yesterday I was curious
1: Yeah I put it in You can you can get the jumpsuits and the masks and everything. You can get
0: you, you, you can buy them on Amazon. All right. So here's a question. If you if you were to get one of the masks, do you go circle? Do you go square? Do you go triangle? Ooh. Gosh, I gotta go circle, I think. Cause circles circles kind of the normal guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's it goes square and then triangle. Look at us. I think. Is that right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. I, I just I don't know. It. I just the way they, the way they wrap it up. It, it makes you think, okay, they're going to do a season two of this. I really hope they do. I, I just, yeah. it, it is, it is unbe- I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how good, I, I was just knocked out by it.
0: Right. And it's, you know, what's funny is that I feel like you do get a sense of closure with the story, right? But there's so much yeah. more to explain. It could end. Yeah, it could end. It could but end. But I don't Absolutely. think they will. No. And there, it's not like they would be like, oh, let's just try to force something else out here that doesn't need to be said. There are a million different ways that this story could go, and I hope they explore twenty of them because I am I am so on board with this.
1: I read the other day that that show will make Netflix nine hundred million dollars.
0: That's nuts. Yeah,
1: because it's all over the world; people are watching this, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and so it's it's just it's too profitable. There's I read this thing a couple days ago that made me that just made me giggle is with no context at all there is part of the story that involves an old school korean candy it's like a it's like a throwback candy oh, yeah so it'd be like like necco wafers for for america
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's this like a chico stick something like that and in korea the show is so big that sales of this old year decades old candy sales of that candy have tripled
0: oh that's fantastic <laughs> that
1: unbelievable? i love it that I mean, tripled that's yeah, for a show it's about like, it would be killing like, people. Yes, it'd be like Necco wafers having a big boom here. That would That's be I, so Imagine how big that show Is in Korea. Oh my I can't gosh. imagine that.
0: Well, I've heard that the North Koreans are showing. They're are they're using it as propaganda to be like, look how miserable it is down south. Like
1: I saw that too. <laughs> yeah, this shows the the dec, the decadence of of South Korea. Not, yeah. Right,
0: like, right. It's a, Fiction, so oh I'm not real. So. So are you going to go out for Halloween? I, that's a stupid question. You're not going out for Halloween. You're not going no. out. Anyway. You're staying no. in. Do you get a bowl I'm, of candy? I'm staying in. Do you, do you get trick or I don't get in.
1: I've never had a trick or treater you know, out here in the woods. So, Do you think parents never, tell never, kids never.
0: not to approach your house? Like, they're highly, they're the, likely, <laughs> highly likely. Highly likely. you The one house, be like, just keep walking.
1: And they're like, yeah, you know that, that guy, that guy uh, with, with the, 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 little, the little dog? Don't go near that guy.
0: Yeah. No, he's on a registry.
1: I do. Uh, I was. I have a Halloween story for you. If you're Hit up for a Halloween it.
0: story, love it. Is, does it involve Michael Myers? <laughs> if
1: if wishing made it so. Oh. <clears throat> so when I was a teenager, I found this book called "Bets You Can't Lose." Okay. And it was by Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson was the oh, judge yeah. on Night Court, of course. And before that, he was a magician, and before that, he was a street performer and a con artist.
0: So well, he had I don't this I knew book. That. That's cool.
1: He used, to do th- he used to do three card Monty in the shell games. <laughs> so wow. he, he had this, he put out this book in the early nineties called bets. You can't lose. And it had all these little it had bar bets and games that you could play. Like I, I would bet you that I would know the attendance of a football game. And there was a way to, there was a way to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a section of a section of that book about this notorious old gambler named Titanic Thompson. And, He was a golf hustler and a card cheat. He like stole money from the mafia, and so he would do all these little things. Like he bet someone outrageous amount of money that he was he could drive a golf ball a thousand yards. Well, he didn't specify when, so he waited until winter and hit the ball on a hit the golf ball on a frozen lake. (laughs) It rolled a thousand rolled more than a thousand yards. Yeah, he paid a he paid a watermelon delivery guy to count the watermelons so he knew, and then he would bet someone that he could guess the number of watermelons. Oh, that's fantastic. He had all these little scams in this book. Wow. Love it. So there's one about a pumpkin in there that I read. Okay. So there's one about a pumpkin in that book. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I'm going to do this on Halloween. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do this on Halloween. Yeah. I was so excited. So like early nineties suburbia, you know. teenagers just went out and roamed around on Halloween. I have no idea if this still happens, but there's like uh, a dozen kids that just roamed around on Halloween. So we had this group of kids that was out on Halloween. Okay. It's weird, right? Yeah. Never happened today. So I was, I had had this all planned out and there was this really big dude in our neighborhood. who was an offensive lineman. And at the end of the night, it's, you know, people were like, Oh, I got to go home. I got curfew. I told him I'll bet you 20 bucks. I can throw a pumpkin farther than you. He's like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. I, like, I bet you 20 bucks I can throw a pumpkin farther than you. So he agrees and he puts up his 20 bucks. So I said, okay, we both have to go take a pumpkin off someone's porch. We had to go steal a pumpkin.
0: It oh, so We
1: both on. go and steal a pumpkin. Oh, it's oh, it terrible. We both steal a pumpkin about the size of a basketball. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we both stand there in the street. It's like, like 10 kids watching this. And I say, oh, you're bigger than me. You go first. So he does like a shot put style and heaves his pumpkin like 25 feet. Like Holy I shit, so yeah. I could never throw it that far. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, you he's celebrating, you know. So I go out with my pumpkin and I turn backwards and I put it between my legs and kind of pump it back and forth. Like I'm gonna throw it backwards over my head, granny style. Like I had a <laughs> technique I was I worked on, right? <laughs> yeah. So I like i, I practice this or some some shit. Right. So he starts like celebrating, you know, he's not gonna win. That's when I take that pumpkin, that basketball-sized pumpkin, I put it back on the ground, I go into my jacket pocket, and because of that Titanic Thompson story, I pull out one of those little mini pumpkins that's the size of a baseball <laughs> that I got at the grocery store. And, I, and he immediately realizes what's about to happen. No, 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 it's cheating, it's cheating, it's cheating, it's cheating. Nope, it's not. I said pumpkin. So I threw that pumpkin down the street to take his money. <laughs> And then
0: you run because he's pissed. I ran. I I, had,
1: I made sure someone else held the money because I knew I wasn't going to get it. If if I you know I was never going to collect on that. No. Because no, I was no, no. you know, yeah. So yeah, and yeah and he he was so
0: mad. He, Dude, that's great.
1: He was furious. He did like he was going to. He was threatening to beat me up and stuff. So I told like after like arguing about it for a couple times,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I told him I would make it up to him. And a few months later, people were playing poker. And I dealt him off the bottom of the deck to help him win. I made it up to him. Oh, I I dealt him two aces. Wow, look at yeah. you, man. I used to practice I used to practice bottom dealing and dealing seconds, dealing yeah. the that's, second card. That's so that's I tough, man. That takes a lot of
0: practice. That's that's yeah. awesome.
1: So I dealt I dealt him I you know this is like we're just wearing
0: uh oh, Johnny. I think you And I dealt oh. him off
1: the bottom two aces, and he peeks at his. Saved me because I helped him. Went book around. Awesome.
0: <laughs> nice, dude. Nice.
1: Yeah, I, I got a, I had a bunch of stuff in that book.
0: I, I, and I you made money off them. of it. It was probably. I mean, I don't know how much the book cost, but you seem to have recouped your losses on the, on the down payment for the book.
1: You, you you didn't want to do those. You didn't want to do that stuff for a lot of money because people would get really mad. You know, because yeah. I would cheat. So it'd be like for $5, you know, right. Like one I used to love to do is I would bet someone $5 that I could throw a bottle cap over, uh, over the roof of a house, which you're not going to be able to do. Right. And so you take the, so, you know, I, I would like sandbag it and, and like, you know, Oh, I, I don't don't know if I can really do it. I don't know if I can really do it, Mm -hmm. but I would switch the bottle cap in my hand. With a loaded bottle cap that I had super glued nickels into. Oh, Jesus. So that loaded, that loaded heavy bottle cap yeah. would fly over the
0: house. That's pretty good, man. And I would get your five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so would you have them, would they Would they be like, what the fuck? How did that happen? Or would you actually tell me I had load a, a loaded bottle cap?
1: I don't know if I only, I did that one five or six times. And sometimes I would do it, if I could sell it, I would like, I would uh, throw it like overhand and it would just, you know, the breeze would catch it and it would just wouldn't go very far. And I would say double or nothing and do it again. Okay, double or nothing. Then finally it would get to the third try and then I would switch it in my hand like I was swapping loaded dice. And I would switch it for the one that had the nickels in it and then wing its sidearm like I was skipping a rock it's like, oh, I just tried a different throw, and that's why it flew over the house. I can't believe it. Oh my! And I've god. always wondered if if anyone cleaned up after a party and found a bottle cap, like who glued coins into a bottle cap? <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> what, awesome, asshole,
1: what asshole <laughs> spent twenty minutes gluing coins into a bottle cap to win ten right? dollars? Oh
0: my god, that's funny. Yeah. So thank Harry you, Harry Anderson. Anderson. You gave yeah. me a lot. Of,
1: you gave me a lot of good good little gags to do when that's, I was a kid.
0: That's amazing, man. Fuck, he yeah. died, right? Didn't Harry Harry he Anderson? Did. Yeah, yeah, he died oh, years bad. ago. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I, met, I I actually met him at the Pike Place Magic Shop in Seattle. It's
0: kind of cool. Oh, cool. That's cool meeting yeah. him there. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was cool. Like they would sell his tricks and stuff, and that's where I actually got that book. Oh like, shit! Is that nice. Pike Place Magic Shop. Is it but still there? Yeah. It's, it's, as far as I know, it's uh, it's still there. It's, you know, one of the few magic shops left in big cities because everything is done online now, but yeah. Um, yeah. Throw, throw in the little pumpkin. I, I was so, I've never been, I was, it might've been the best moment of my childhood. So of pulling off that pumpkin. I, day.
0: I'm going to attempt that with maybe my wife and I know my wife never listened to our podcast, uh, but I'll give her like double or nothing. She'll like, Hey, I will pay, you know, double or nothing, not double or nothing. I'm sorry. Two for one odds. Uh you you throw this, I can throw a pumpkin farther. And you know, once our pumpkins are done, because we're gonna throw them out. That's fucking great. I love it.
1: So when I was gonna tell you that story, it reminded me there's a quote from Guys and Dolls. This is a I, I love this quote from Guys and Dolls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sky Masterson says, One of these days in your travels, a guy is gonna show you a brand new deck of cards in which the seal is not yet broken. Then this guy is gonna offer to bet you that he can make the jack of spades jump out of that brand new deck. F cards and squirt cider in your ear. But son, do not accept this bet. Cause sure. As you stand there, you're going to wind up with an ear full of cider. <laughs> so good. That's true though. That it's totally true, man. Like, don't take a prop bet. No, don't do it, man. Don't, I uh, don't bet me that I can drop a cork on its end and make it land on the end. Cause I know how to do it.
0: There's <laughs> a trick. I gotta, I gotta do this. I need. I I've been going to theory 11, which kind of, um, you know, I buy like cards there, but I also buy magic tricks off of them, and they're a lot more involved. But I really want the like super quick, you know, hidden magic kind of uh, kind of tricks that that are like great at parties. You could just do super quick, and you know, like a loaded, you know, have a loaded quarter or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun, right? You know, it used to be a very fun way to spend my time. Yeah, eventually people stop. Eventually, people wouldn't do it with me though.
0: You know, people caught
1: on. Yeah, people caught on. They're like, oh, come on, man. You know, they, this <laughs> asshole probably bought a book that taught him all this, this stuff. He's so good. Yep. Uh,
0: Correct. That's funny, man. Oh god, I love it. <laughs> the, yeah, the old, the old,
1: the old small pumpkin gag. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna try that. I swear to god, I'm gonna try it. Like, like in the next couple of days. I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, but it's brilliant. when you know
1: the secret, it's obvious, but no one, no one's gonna think of that.
0: No, not and at all.
1: Yeah. No one was going to think of that. Oh, uh, I, I have a sponsor
0: for oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, please. Today. No, that's, let's, let's hear it.
1: This episode of the Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by Great Britain Rail Freight and the official train of the podcast, the Dick Ma Butt. The Dick Ma Butt has been thrusting in and out of even the tightest railway station since 2016. The Dick Ma Butt Railcar, a proud sponsor of the Take the Ride podcast. That was I. There was a video the other day of a guy whose his hobby is a train spotter. It's a real hobby in, in Britain. Absolutely, you, like, I've seen the movie. People log what trail what rail cars come in and out. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah I do love that movie. <laughs> I that movie, but, and there was I a lot of train, train spotting train in that movie, by the way <laughs> yeah it had nothing to do with train spotting <laughs> but um so this this guy who's a train spotter he gets all excited this this train pulls into the station he's like oh i haven't seen this train in forever it's one of my favorites and he runs up and the name on the trail on the train was the dick mabutt Ma-but, m-a-b-u-t-t why would you
0: do so I have a question, and and this but is Dick me being—I'm <laughs> an ignorant fool. We know this. This is this is documented. Do you think because they had what like uh, Bodie McBoface, right? But do you
1: think <laughs> I love that story? But yeah. did did name Dick, this boat? It was Bodie McBoatface
0: right? Did did Dick Mabutt actually exist? Is that a real person, or did someone was someone being cheeky? I don't know. I so I when I
1: googled it. Yeah. I was, you know, I was laughing when I saw it. I, I couldn't find hardly any information on it at all. And I don't wow. know if it's like, I mean, a, a real guy named Dick, Mabut. I don't <laughs> know if it's a, if it's a joke. I honestly <laughs> could, I couldn't find anything on it. But when I like, there's, there's, there was dozens of photos of the Dick Ma train. Like yeah. it's a real thing. <laughs> and it just, you know, the. Comes in and out. The, I,
0: yeah. I'm great. sorry
1: about using the word thr- no, no, it was sorry great. about using the word thrusting. Well it was, sorry about using thrusting. That was not. No, that was, it not was nice. a
0: great, great, great read, great ad. I really appreciate you doing that. <laughs> um I remember, and this is this is also not a nod to Jackass, but when you came out to Connecticut one time and we had to drive back to the city and we drove yeah. through my anus.
1: That's <laughs> true, we did. We drove through my anus right, and right we through laughed my anus. for. Ten minutes. Uh, yeah. Oh so look, there's little trees in my anus.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, look at that. There's 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 a truck stop in my anus. It's actually pronounced my anus, but you know if you want call not it in my world, not in my not, world. Not, <laughs> uh, I was in my anus the other day. I had to <laughs> I had to go in there and pick something out. Oh, we're children. Oh yeah <laughs> But I but nope, no bullshit that legitimately was in my anus a couple days ago. Oh <laughs> well, funny Adam. Oh, I, know, I know.
1: I know. I, I like that they've just stuck with the name, you know? Like, oh, you know, eh, there's been a lot of jokes about it. no, they stuck with it. We're Johnny, just gonna
0: no, this is who we are. They're honoring the Native Americans who used to live there. Is to- that where
1: is that really a Native American word? Is oh, that yeah. really where it comes from?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You put a teepee in my anus. You're gonna have a good time.
1: <laughs> that jackass bit one of them Knoxville says. There's a little brown dog in my anus.
0: <laughs>
1: ugh, ugh, funny. Um, oh, but I, I, I'm hoping to see that movie. That's been delayed. I'm dying yeah. to see Jackass.
0: I thought it was supposed to come out in November. No,
1: did they delay it? It was it supposed to come out in October, and, it, and it's delayed till February.
0: Oh, so, bummer. Yes. Shit! I that was definitely on my list.
1: But if you see if you see the trailer to it, you're like, oh my goodness, this looks just as crazy as you think it might be. Yep. The, the trail they shoot Knoxville out of a cannon like a hundred feet in the air. Yeah. How and I don't know how the how, how Knoxville's still alive. I have no idea. I was like, that's
0: still alive. Dude's He's, like 55. Like, no offense. But yes, man. I, I couldn't do that shit now. Still but doing stunts.
1: Yeah. When, that, when yeah. that show first came out, like I was in college mm-hmm. and it was my senior year of college when it came out. And I used to like have people over to the house to watch it. I had watch parties for it.
0: Yeah. Cause it was like just that big a deal. It's insane, man. You're so insane. I
1: I still love those guys. I still, you know, it's so like, it's so tragic about Bam Margera though, that he's just, he's just, he's never going to get right. You know? Yeah.
0: I know. He's, it's it's really sad. And it's a sad story, right? I mean, it really is. With, with, he's with legitimately
1: Barney. a hilarious, talented guy. And yeah. he just, you know, was on spring break for 15 years and never got off. Yeah. And just, he's, you know, like, I remember when Ryan, like, I met Ryan Dunn at Barney's Beanery in West Hollywood and really? could not have been, Yeah. He was just in there drinking with people. Well, exactly. He was a nice could,
0: guy. Man. You could tell.
1: Could not have been a nicer dude. Oh like he was, he was taking photos with people and, and, you know, buying rounds for people. Like he could that. not have been a nicer dude. Like, you know, oh played Papa shot
0: and stuff. Well, yeah. But like when he, uh, when he puts the car up his butt, it goes to the proctologist or whoever. It's like, are you kidding me? Is, Oh
1: my God. I love, I love how the backstory of that is they tried, it was originally Steve-O going to do that.
0: Right. Yes. Dude, right.
1: He was like, of all the stuff I've done, this would really. Improve. Like I can't believe that doctor, <coughs> that doctor is so funny. I mean, right. he is legitimately shocked and like, this isn't part of you. Gosh, <laughs> it's good. This isn't
0: part of you. Nope. Oh, my God. Um, I had a new segment that I wanted to try with you. This is something that we've been we've been skirting for a little bit. All right. But okay. the thought here is that I'm dropping it on you so that you can't prepare for what I'm about to, to ask you about. Okay. Um, all right. So between our last episode and this episode, I, I could be getting my dates wrong, but Charlie Watts from The Rolling Stones died.
1: Uh, yeah, a drummer, right?
0: Did. So it got me thinking. Yeah. I was like, what, who do you consider to be the top five drummers of all time? And I, and I, you have, I've not asked you this before. No. So I want to know so, wh- who's on your list.
1: Mine would start with John Bonham.
0: That's where mine Zep- goes. Yeah, of course. So
1: I, I, I think that that, I, I think he's indisputably the GOAT. So, yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy has, the guy, there's a song called Moby Dick, which is like a, a, six minute drum solo. It's right. nuts. Yep. So I would go John Bonham. Yep. I'd go Keith Moon yep. from The Who. Yep. Um I would put Charlie there. I think Charlie Charlie is on there because Charlie was so versatile. Charlie was basically a jazz drummer. Right. That played rock and roll.
0: Yeah. I mean and he played with a jazz
1: technique. Yep. So I go he, yes, he was the metronome of the stones. Yep. Keith and Keith and Mick are all over the goddamn place. <laughs> I mean Keith is such a loose guitar player, and Charlie kept him on time. So I'd go those guys. um, I would go, um, oh my gosh, what's his name from The Police? Um, uh, Why am I drawing a blank on the guy from The Police? Oh, for fuck's sake, Johnny. Oh
0: my God. Stuart Copeland.
1: Stuart Copeland. I think Stuart (sighs) Copeland is in that discussion. I think he's incredible. Yep. Um, I would put, and then I would put Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker, who played drums for Cream. Yeah, um, I think that, and then I'll wrap it up with Dave Grohl.
0: Really, that would be mine. Yeah, okay, I like yeah. it, man. That's Dave uh, Grohl
1: is like animal come to life, man. He is unbelievable. Those would be
0: mine. So is Dave that? I mean, I know Dave's a phenomenal drummer, drummer, but is he? Is he good because he's loud? And I mean, I, I he would tell you he'd be the first person to tell you that he plays very loud. Like he plays the drum super loud. But is he, he that? He
1: admits he plays too
0: loud. Yeah, but, but is he? Yeah, he. I mean, he pounding it. I mean, he's, I guess he's definitely great, man. Like, especially. in.
1: I think he is. I mean, it's, you know, when you look like, when you see like, like, you know, clips from the Foo Fighters and then when like every once in a while, Grohl will go back and play drums and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, you know, like Taylor Hawkins is an amazing drummer for the the Foo Fighters. He's incredible. Oh my God. But then, but then they'll do like under pressure and because Dave can't sing that high, Taylor Taylor sings under pressure. Yeah. And then Grohl plays the drums, and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is you're reminded of how amazing he is,
0: yeah. And he is, so
1: I I don't know, I, yeah, those would be mine. I do, uh, I yeah, I love Matt Cameron. Matt Cameron plays for Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, so oh, okay, he's he's amazing, he's, mm-hmm. he's understated, but he's amazing. Like, he basically saved Pearl Jam. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> they were <in>, gonna. <laughs> They have gone through a few different drummers and they couldn't okay. find anybody. And then finally, uh, they called up and said, Hey, can you take over drums? And he learned like all of Pearl Jam's songs in a couple weeks before they went to tour. <laughs> and he's been the drummer for, ever
0: since. But it's see, like, I don't community. get that, man. I, you've heard these other people who like step in. I mean, even whoever's playing for the Stones now, like they come in and they've got to learn the entire like set list in, in two weeks, three weeks and go out. It's yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, how do you even start that? It's crazy.
1: Well, when like o- Oasis fired their drummer and had uh, Ringo Starrs, who so, Ringo should be on my list too, but and then but had Ringo Starr's son Zach f- just fill in. He just had he had to learn the whole catalog because they'd fired their drummer. Didn't have a drummer, Zach Starr.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Ringo, see Ringo. I tell you why Ringo is amazing is if you ever hear other drummers talk about Ringo, you mm-hmm. you, you understand how great Ringo is. Yeah. Ringo, look at Ringo's drum kit. He has like five drums. Like yeah. he, th- there's nothing to it. It's very subtle. And I, yeah. I'm sure that there are people like I'm sure there are people screaming at me for, for not having the drummer from Rush. I'm, I'm sure Peart. people I'm sure people are upset that I don't yeah, but I just don't understand Rush. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. I I, 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 I know that people are like pissed that I should have said Neil Pearl. I get it. I just don't understand
0: Rush. I'm not yeah. happy about it, but I'm okay with it. You, you're seeing your my opinion.
1: But I think there's a, di- there's a difference though, uh, in my opinion, of a band that you think sucks and a band that you don't get. I think there's a difference. Oh, I agree. It's, not that I, think, it's not that I think Rush sucks. I just don't get it. I don't no. get Radiohead. A Radiohead doesn't suck, but right. I don't I, get it. Totally. I agree. Absolutely. I Pink totally Floyd. Agree. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But they don't I, suck. I, I, it's, yeah, there's a difference between that and like
0: Kiss, who I think sucks. <laughs> so you're, you're not putting Peter Chris on the uh, on your list of top five drummers. Kiss is
1: Kiss is terrible. But there are people. It's a novelty who love Kiss. song and a gimmick. It's awful. But they it's love it. Terrible. There are fans I don't, out there I don't, that, I don't.
0: that will live and die by Kiss. Come on. I know. And it it makes.
1: I have a buddy who's like four years older than me. It's his favorite band. I don't get it at all. Like I I think they have two good songs. I I just don't I don't get it. What are the two so, songs? I don't know. But uh Detroit Rock City. Yeah. And uh song, I think it's called Black I think it's called Black Diamond. Those are the only ones I really okay, like. I like. Like Rock and Roll All Night. It's a it's a novelty yeah, song to me. That is a, I don't get it. Totally is. But they
0: want to, you know, party every day. So that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> do you,
1: where do you differ from so my list of drummers and I you know, and you're right, I would have like I would have like done like an hour deep dive and to figure it out. But I also, know. that's right. differ. Do, that. do you differ from I do you do, yeah, a little different for mine.
0: So, so I've got I've got bottom up top. Bonzo Bonzo takes the top spot. Absolutely, I just yeah, you can't beat Bonzo. Uh, number two, I have Neil Peart. Even though you hate yeah, me. are you? Uh, Kate? Okay, he is amazing though. Like objectively, yeah. he's incredible. Oh, he's technically, a, a phenomenal drummer, and and that's the only yeah. reason why he's a, um, he's a wizard. I just yeah. don't get it. And then I have Keith Moon because, like, don't get fooled again. Are you fucking kidding me? Like you listen to that, and you're like believable. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but then I differed. I had Clyde Stubblefield or Stubblefield on there from James Brown. That's Brown's a band. great one. I mean, and only that's a only, great one. Only because he has funky drummer, and basically any hip hop yeah. song you listen to right now is someone stealing funky drummer or just sampling it. Yeah. Uh, and then I finished it off with Charlie with Charlie Watts, only because he's so understated and such a metronome. You know, he's not going to do those flashy drum drum solos, but he's definitely going to fucking you know just keep time and do it perfectly. So. That's my top five. Char- Charlie was Charlie was such an
1: anomaly in the Stones. I mean, he was married to the same woman for like 50-something years. <laughs> while, while Mick and Keith are out banging broads on six continents, he was like a, a family man. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. He, he didn't really speak very much. There's a wonderful story about Charlie Watts that Mick, Mick referred to him as my drummer. That oh. really made him mad. Yeah, he said, yeah, my drummer, my drummer, Charlie Watts. He said that in an interview on British TV. Charlie Watts punched you in the face and said, I'm not
0: your drummer. I'm the drummer for the fucking Rolling Stones. <laughs> love it. Punched you in the face. Love it. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> know your priorities. Know where you stand. I'm
1: not, you're not my, yeah, not your drummer.
0: <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. Punching that makes me gender. love him even more.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: Yeah. So the Stones are touring right now. And I was like, I got to get tickets. Like, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to tour after this, Uh, but they're not playing East coast or at least they, if they had real. Yeah. They're going international after it, which sucks.
1: I I was lucky. I was lucky in some once in Madison square garden and it was amazing. That's awesome. I saw it open with open with sympathy for the devil. Yeah. And like, they had this like walkway to the stage. Yeah. And so the, the band is playing, right? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, Mick enters late, just down this one walkway with one spotlight on him. And they, I'm getting chills thinking about yeah. it. It was it was amazing. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: uh, I, that fucking band. He played
1: one of my favorite songs, song called "Loving Cup." Like, oh, I was, I, like yeah. was one of my favorite, of doesn't, my favorite uh, songs. They doesn't Jack White
0: cover that? Or I, so
1: he does, and so uh, there's a there's a a concert film called Shine a Light. And That's Jack White performs yeah. with the Stones, yeah. and it's incredible. I actually tried to go see the Stones there. It was, like, I think, it's at the
0: Beacon. Yeah, it is.
1: And I brought yeah. so when I used sometimes if I couldn't get tickets, I would bring cash and try to get in. Mm-hmm. And I brought like three hundred and fifty bucks, and like, mm-hmm. and then tickets were like, I mean, people, it was like eight hundred dollars. I was like, why? Are, I it took me like a half an hour to figure out what was going on. It yeah. was because Scorsese was in there shooting the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you know could, what you couldn't no like oh I probably realized oh there's no chance I'm getting in. I probably told you this before, but I used to you could go because the beacon is just it takes up one block right, so you could go on the other side of the yeah. beacon and hear all the music. You could just like yeah stand outside the the back door and just literally hear the stones. Uh, so I would do that with a bunch of bands, just go back there and just you know listen to some music for a little bit and go next door to Josie's and get myself a a salad and a and a glass of wine like a gentleman. <laughs>
1: Fancy, yeah, yeah. I I, I'd love to see the Stones again, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough. uh... I'm
1: glad I saw. I'm glad I got to see them. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's you know, it's a bucket list thing. Like I saw them, and I saw Springsteen once, and so I I, you know I. There's only a few people I haven't seen that I really want to. One of them was Rage Against the Machine, who was supposed to tour in 2020. And I was so stoked to go see Rage finally into the Tacoma Dome. And that can't that got cancelled and they have not yet rescheduled.
0: I bet they will. I, I, I can, hope they probably. will. Probably. I mean they
1: can't. Wow. They they're they're not gonna be the stones. They're you know, you can't no. They're, you're not gonna play that forever. You, you know, can't. but you your head I, would work. they're they're one of my white whales of bands I didn't see. Yep. Never got in, never saw the white stripes. That shot missed me. the White Stripes. I had I tickets to be- see the White Stripes in their last tour. Oh, wow. I, so I had tickets to go see the, the Icky Thump tour, right? Mm-hmm. I was so excited. And I'd finally, I was finally going to see the White Stripes. I'd missed yep. them or couldn't get tickets or whatever. And uh, about uh, two weeks before the show, Meg quit the band. She had anxiety issues and couldn't go on stage and quit. I still have the tickets unused. Oh, no. I bet yeah. I bet those are worth something. They Maybe. might be. I don't know. They're in one of my notebooks. Unused tickets. Fucking Meg White. I had to yeah. I did see, I did see Jack. I, I saw them. The one time I went to Saturday Night live, they were the musical guest. So I've got to s- s- kind of see them.
0: Okay. That counts. You still saw them yeah. play. I mean, oh, it's yeah, yeah, I
1: saw them play and I saw them play at Letterman. Like I remember, I think I've told you the story, when I first saw them at Letterman. And I was just, I snuck up to the balcony and watched it. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never, who's this guy with a plastic guitar? What is going on? <laughs> it, it was zebra head on stage. What is this? I went and bought I went and bought the record that night.
0: Yeah I fucking great, man. So the good. first three records yeah. yeah. What are your kids gonna be for Halloween? Uh, my daughter's gonna be Cinderella because we have to be a princess. Okay, not a unicorn really okay. No yeah I know one would have thought. Um, yeah. and uh, my son just because we found a cheap costume <laughs> he's gonna be a puppy. Can put him in a puppy costume. <laughs> and that's a great costume. Come on, that's good. What are you gonna do? Yeah, and uh, drag him around the neighborhood and grab some candy for dad, and we'll be good. One of my
1: nephews, who's uh, who's nine, is going to be SpongeBob. He has like a three foot wide SpongeBob costume.
0: Oh, I love it. Love it, it is really funny. That's and great. now
1: my guess is is that he's gonna to want to ditch the costume three houses in. Cause yeah. it, but it's this huge like,
0: literal like block. Uh, that's I have right. a nephew. It's going to be Hawkeye. He's loving it. Got Wait. a little bow and arrow. Oh, oh, dude. You said Hawkeye and I was like from MASH? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, man, Iowa Hawkeye. <laughs> I was like, all right. Cool, man. Medical doctor in the, in the field. Like Great. Yeah, deep, deep cut, uh deep cut reference. Wow, sure. All right, man, you do it, man. I like that. Yeah,
1: his brother's gonna be his brother's gonna be Klinger. <laughs> There's, There's a reference. There's a reference for you. Go ahead and Google that one.
0: Uh, man, that's great, dude. And and you will be home, uh fighting off witches. I i am
1: uh yeah. I'm I'm going I'm going as a, a cranky curmudgeon. So uh, that's uh, gonna be a hard. I, I'm gonna have that together. that costume. you have that costume nailed.
0: Well. You'll, you could probably win some costume or costume contest with that. So
1: try it. I want, I won a costume contest one year. I kid, you, mm-hmm. this is true at a Halloween party in New York city. I went and this is actually when we lived together and I went, I had an all black t-shirt and I went to the movie theater on 72nd street. And I got like uh, uh, cups and plastic and lids and straws and uh, stuff and I glued them on a shirt, and I went as the floor of a movie theater.
0: I and I, I won
1: the costume contest. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I, I glued I glued popcorn on me and all over my shirt. I love it. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> the floor. Play, hey, please steal that idea, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Goes to the floor as a movie theater. You'll kill people. I'm telling you, people. Everyone's gonna everyone will laugh.
0: I'm telling you. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Hi right, Johnny, you want to sign us off here? Worth the hour.
1: Absolutely. We, uh, we would again like to thank uh, the rail car, Dick MaButt Butt, uh, mm-hmm. for uh, sponsoring the show and uh, encourage mm-hmm. you to uh, look at those photos because seeing it actual real is
0: pretty damn funny. By the way, um, um, let's just make sure that people put safe search on to their Google so that when they're Googling Great Dick
1: point. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that at work. Great point. I should have prefaced oh, that. Yeah, Shouldn't, yeah. Good disclaimer. Don't do that at work, or sorry, you Continue. might get a you might get an you might get an email from HR. <laughs> so, um, thank you for joining us for some nonsense and uh, putting up with my ridiculous Halloween story, which is a, one of my favorite stories to tell. Uh, so uh, we appreciate you joining us, everyone. Hey, everyone, have a happy Halloween. Everyone, uh, be let's you know be safe going into the holidays uh for adam drake i'm johnny wright be sound